Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. What happened with that promo? Did anything actually happen? Like the Cody, the weigh-in segment? Uh, that was just, Did anything I hate that ever, segment. I hate anybody that get segment. attacked or anything? I was like, what is this? Uh, it was just like, like they, they did like a shoot weigh-in basically, like they do for like boxing and May, but like that's not like entertaining. But did it result to anything? Because they no, did that they before. Even, they, they did that even, before with Moxley and um Chris Jericho, right? I think so, but I think like it, yeah, it, it was a lot quicker. Yeah, it was quicker. And then it, it ended drawn out. It ended this. with Jericho fucking bleeding on the ground. So yeah, th- this was so drawn out and like just overly long. Like everything, just Cody like Rhodes why? Is, it's 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 Cody Rhodes, typical Cody Rhodes. Just I'm sorry. Like, when I was watching that yesterday, and then like I just like they was about to weigh in. What's up, Dylan? So they was about to weigh in. I'm here the whole time. No, it, no, no. He's got here. Yeah. But when I saw that, and then, like, I just saw Cody, like, start taking his clothes off, shoes and socks and everything. I'm like, all right, it's fucking NBA basketball on it. I'm watching this shit. I, I just don't feel right right now. Jason Tatum's dropping 50 points. I'm like, yeah, Jason Tatum's <laughs> dropping, like, 50 points on the other channel. And I'm over here watching Cody Rose get undressed in the middle of the ring. I, I couldn't bring myself to watch that. <laughs> oh, like, this Anthony, is I mean, Anthony Gogo, just knock him out in, like, two minutes. Like, just, oh. just immediately match bell rings. Punch to the stomach. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> He's gonna take that. Oh, hold up. Oh man. Take my hoodie off. And also, like the I don't know why they're leading so hard into like like uh US versus England. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Maybe they're just trying to come up with an angle for this. But I mean, they already had an angle. Sense. They already had an angle. Just like, like him being like in the back. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. QT Marshall and turning on him. Turning oh, on his head. Shit is stupid. <laughs> like, why did he even add that like part? You can tell that was all Cody too, and oh, that focus group. Did you see him say he had a? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta put that. We gotta put that on there. Sure. <laughs> oh wait, I do have that, but it's like one of the last things. I want to move it up. He did um, clarify though, but he's like, oh, I didn't know what a focus group meant. I meant like a group of veterans. It's like, so you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about Dream? Oh, Velveteen Dream. Uh, uh, nah, we talked about that last week. Wait, did yeah. we talk about that last week? He didn't, I feel like he did, he did, he didn't bring a statement out. We talked about it. He didn't release a statement, though, So this week. Oh, I didn't read that shit, so. <laughs> right, so I guess that's irrelevant. Um, what else happened? Um, NXT, anything? Hit Raw well, promo. NXT, like, so I, 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 I saw this being brought up. Like, NXT always has, like, good matches and stuff, but, like, there's not really anything like interesting, like yeah, character right now like, going Hit on. Row, Hit Row's like in its infancy right now. I feel like they're like the most like interesting thing. Cameron Grimes, but he's not like in like the main event. Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis's uh, love story. Yeah, yeah. There's some good. There's some good things going on. There's yeah. some good things that are like being built up that are like really just starting to get like. Built I think up. it's more their main event scene. I think like you're. Like, yeah, you're their right, main like, event scene is like super duper. Yeah very very dry i'm like not interested in it at all like 
they named the number one contender match, and they were like, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunn, and uh, what's uh, Johnny Gargano? I was just like, damn. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. It's the same thing. It's the same type of. It's the same type of like wrestler, like like short. Yeah, yeah. Which one of y'all, yeah, one of y'all said it was Snow White and the Seven Dwarves or whatever? Oh, was that, <laughs> was I thought that was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but um, yo, that shit. No, that's true though. Like that shit is like so repetitive. They need swerve like, to get in there. <laughs> Yeah, they they need something. They need like uh, they need I don't know. They need like wherever in there a legato. Yeah, oh, I, they I need legato offense. Tasma. Yeah, I knew they were. Santos Escobar. I'll be forgetting his name so much. He was doing he was doing a lot of good shit in cruiserweight championship. Mm-hmm. I knew they were gonna move him up. I think he'll eventually get to, to be NXT champion. Like he's too good not to like eventually become NXT. But the thing is, too, like, that's another problem with, like, NXT now, like, being, like, like a uh, established, like, third brand, is that you kind of want to see these guys, like, get, like, brought up. like yeah. they, But they just stay NXT forever. Like I'm saying, that's why I kind of want, well, we'll get into the Finn Balor discussion, but it really, they try to deny that it's a ceiling in NXT, but it really is. Like, it's not much yeah. else people can do. The only person that's really somewhat proven that wrong is, like, Johnny Gargano. He's the only person that's been there for, like, years, or not the only person, but He's had like I mean, a main, he's had like a main push. Yeah, Champa too. You know what I mean? Like he's fluctuated between different title pictures, is what I'm saying. It's like yeah. He's showing well, that you I, can win the title I, I, more than once. And then no, you good. And then come back to it. Go ahead. No, I don't think he really proved that there that there wasn't a ceiling. I think he just didn't leave. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's funny. That's That's but I'm saying like whatever Gargano does past this point is kind of like the testing ground to see if there is like a potential to move up from this. Because it's like after you win an NXT title, can you have another like Finn has had like a second dominant run. But it's like how far can you go after that? But that was also like years. Like exactly. He, he took he a break to too. Yeah. Came yeah. to the main roster, came back. Adam Cole needs to go back. Needs to go up. I think I think every story you could possibly tell with Adam Cole has been told. I think he needs to like go to the main roster at mm-hmm. this point. They gotta Sorry. go. It's like I don't even like John, I don't dislike Johnny Gargano. Like I actually really like what they're what they're doing on NXT now, but it's just still every time I see him coming on like NXT, it's like or in a title picture, just like damn bro, <laughs> like move up. That's <laughs> because <laughs> NXT used to be like there used to be like errors basically. That you could like, that you, because like they used to cycle them like, in and out. Like you had yeah. like like Kevin o- Sami Zayn, like Neville era. Then you had yeah. like Kevin Owens, and then you had Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. And then Finn they're like classes. Yeah, they're in a new era now, so we're, I think we're kind of in like that rebuilding period. Yeah, I think they are. Like, post, post, they're trying. post undisputed era. I think they're like just like the era they're in. Like they're trying to like come up with a new identity now. Damn, undisputed era really was an era. They had their own it era. Was a long... It was for like two or three years. That was like a two or three year long era. How many war games speed. did they have? Like three? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was watching Bobby Fish's match uh, versus Pete Dunne. <laughs> I don't know why I kept laughing, but it, it's, it wasn't even bad. It's just yeah, that every wrestler. time I looked at Bobby Fish, <laughs> I, it just made me laugh. <laughs> it's like, where? why yeah. is there anyone else in your corner right now? <laughs> yeah. It's old NXT stuff. When's he going to make the hot this tag? This is kind of funny. <laughs> I, I, is he 46? I don't, he's got to be in his 40s. That motherfucker. Mm. He gives me, like, old soccer uh, soccer dad vibes. Oh, wait, you mean, did you say he was 2-9? 
I think he is. Oh, <laughs> I think, no. Oh, damn. I think he's just a description. He looks kind of like Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. It was also funny that he helped Kyle O'Reilly and then, you know, Kyle O'Reilly kind of just let him get beat up. Oh, yeah, you're right. But he, he did. Kyle O'Reilly said, like, oh, let's go separate ways. He's probably like, yeah, we can help you still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he, he was dead cool, yeah, yeah. I'm cool, yeah. He's 44. He's 40. Wow. Yeah. He's getting a check though. I mean, he's probably with his kids. He's probably he's probably got like he probably gets gets with his family uh, yeah. on NXT more than if he was like on like Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I, I bet he definitely probably be getting dropped on the main roster. Oh, 100 percent. This man see him be like, so wait a minute, yeah. like you're under six feet tall, you don't really have that kind of a body, and you're, you're the Marty Jannetty of your tag team. Yeah, literally, he's like, you're not cool, O'Reilly, and you're not strong. <laughs> you're not cool, Kyle. And you're injury-prone, too. He's been, like, out with, like, injuries for prolonged periods of time, like, two or three times since, like, this era began. You're so, Bobby, not Lashley. Yeah, uh, you're not <laughs> You're not even the right Bobby. <laughs> Bob, I like how Kofi calls him Bob Lashley. <laughs> uh, Robert Lashley. Bobby. He always goes, like, Bob <laughs> Yeah, because what is Bobby short for? Is his is his, is his name Robert. Richard Lashley? Robert, Robert Lashley. Robert Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Lash. Robert Rude. I miss Bobby Rude. He's he's Bobby Rude. I miss when he was like uh well I guess he's relevant. He, he did made it at SmackDown, but I mean like you miss when he was like a single star. He was like a top dog, yeah. Like he was yeah. like a main event. Like, we haven't had that since twenty sixteen as an NXT. Him and Dolph Ziggler. His I, name not even Rob. Oh, his middle name Roberto. Is this nigga named Franklin Roberto Lashley? Wait, is, is, is he is he Dominican? Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, is, is Bobby Lashley Dominican? <laughs> Roberto Lashley. Somebody please tell Kofi this. Roberto. Roberto. Dominican. I want Dominican Lashley. I want him to lead into that. <laughs> hey man, this comes with a fade. But anyway. Welcome to episode number 13 of Subject to Change, ladies and gentlemen. Another Pro Wrestling Podcast for your ears, for y'all to tune into. Thank you for uh, tuning in. I'm your host, Vince McMahons, being joined by the Fro Wrestling Journalist, Chad G. What's good, people? And we got the slim villain, Slim Sensei, my my guy Dylan Miller. What's up, though? Yo, oh my government up there. Oh, you I did it last week. I did it last week, and I figured, you know, to make it less awkward, I just do it again. You know, your name, your name is in the description. I mean, it's on the podcast. Nobody coming for you. You safe? And was in the middle of the podcast. It just goes silent. Breaking my house. Hey yo! Like oh shit! Like God! me again! All the all the line wire. Oh, those songs download the wild wire. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine? <laughs> that's that's how you know. Like once you're on the run, you're really always on the run. <laughs> but, hey man, how y'all doing this week? Good. Doing good. Y'all have any good. highlights? What was your what was your highlight out? What a week that y'all would say that brought brought some attention to your eye of wrestling. Something that no, you I like. thought she was, <laughs> I she was talking about like our personal life. I was like, I was like, I had a haircut yesterday. Dylan said a haircut. Yeah, I had my I haircut too. Hoagie. No, that's real though, because when you don't have the cut, yo, everything just seems out of whack. You don't even feel like your own, like you don't even feel like you a person no more. That's how I felt. 
Facts. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, damn, I can't. I can't do this no more. <laughs> I gotta go. Summertime, man. People starting to be out. I'm, I'm getting excited. Like just seeing how like all these events moving up. Not even just in wrestling. It's just like the world yeah, opening like, back up. Just concerts opening up. Yeah. Too. Wrestling is just kind of yeah. like the sign of everything going back to normal. So like when I see them posting up all those dates of like the shows come up, I'm like, yeah, we getting back at it. Damn, it's really like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna make America, bro. That's just gonna be so. That's lit. gonna be lit. That's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be expensive. Oh yeah, I saw I saw one concert. I think it's in Florida. They're charging eighteen dollars for vaccinated people and a thousand dollars for unvaccinated people. Oh wow! <laughs> I told you. See, that's how I knew. I that's knew the vaccine was gonna be needed because they gonna yeah, start pulling shit out like this. I knew it. It's like you don't have to get the vaccine, but boy, yeah, but he got, he got, he probably, he got, he really gonna hold you in, yeah. <laughs> Not gonna be much of an option, but yeah, I mean, we go, we all gonna be vaccinated by the time we get to our MLW show, right? It's true, it's true. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't think we announced that on this pod, but yes, your bro, your fabulous three bros will be attending the first ever live or not live. I'm sorry, recording of MLW's new show on Vice. We got our tickets, baby. We're going Wait, is, it, is it is that the uh azteca show it's not yeah the, uh, it's not the, no oh. i mean i don't know how they're doing it i don't think it's the azteca show but i think azteca underground is gonna be a different show I was gonna say, that's Jerry, I Cueto live. <laughs> yeah i think he's gonna be there though he's gonna be there i think yeah, they he's, said that. that's the, the lucha underground dude right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah he was so good in that role i'm glad he's back in, re- in wrestling like in some capacity did you like, so yeah. good at that did y'all see the MLW sign? What's old head name? Damn. The old independent wrestler that used to be with uh, Eddie Edwards. <laughs> oh, Davey Richards? Davey Richards, yeah, yeah. He signed. He was returning to wrestling. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been, been like, Davey he's, Richards. He's like, he was an EMT for, like, five years, I think. Like, he, went to, he like, left wrestling to become, like, an EMT, but I guess he's back. Wait, is he British? He looks... Uh, he, he? he wrestles like he is. <laughs> he he looks like, British. I always thought he was. I don't think he is. He, he's he, not? Wrestles, like, he wrestles like Chris Benoit basically yeah well he's not british but he looks british he looks very british in the face and when you say he was an emt i just picture him like in in like paris or some shit just like <laughs> you said like hey bro i'm gonna yeah. check you he's from st louis <laughs> oh resident st louis missouri okay he's from washington u.s yeah all right you're right but yeah enough davy richards talk, man. so far away from england <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i didn't think we would get to a point where we mentioned davy richards on this pod well um yeah it's it's a lot that's going on this week man uh which is why i'm glad we record the show when we do because we get the get the full scope of all these stories that's coming out man but i think the main topic of discussion that came out it, it, it pretty much broke yesterday right or the rumors were circulating that the wwe was potentially um trying to build a working relationship with njbw with um nick khan is that it yeah, Nick Khan. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's like president, new president of WWE, or yeah, some some high ranking executive position. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to make these moves, trying to get the, some kind of collaboration going on between the two companies. And I mean, hypothetically, I would like to see it, but you know, WWE's track record, we don't know how it's going to go. I'm hoping that this is a sign that they're willing and you know change their ways a little bit. You know, be a little fle- uh, flexible, malleable. We don't have to always think that history will repeat itself you know maybe they can change do something like just a new little collaboration one little big time event could be an annual big time event who knows but 
I, and also too, like like that's like more reported came. I think it was PW Insider that reported that like Daniel Bryan is at the catalyst behind mm-hmm. this, like because they're trying to keep Daniel Bryan and he wants to wrestle for New Japan like badly. <laughs> Daniel Bryan really know how to push for what he want to do. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, like, that's, he, that's, I'm, I'm, that's crazy. Really know Daniel Bryan, like, he has to be, like, in, like, Wrapped a around around his yeah. <laughs> Like, that's you would have thought that. Yeah. Like, Bryan Danielson in, like, 2008, like, like, king of, like, the indies. Mm-hmm. And now he's, like, a reality television star, made him into WrestleMania two times. And is like, the driving force behind WWE and New Japan possibly working together. King of wrestling that's shit. That's crazy. That is a crazy wrestling life that he uses sitting at home. Like, damn, like I wanna, I wanna, you know, show my stuff. I got a few years left in the tank. I wanna be able to, you know, go around the world, you know, maybe wrestle all these people I never matched up with. But at the same time, I like the security here at this job, you know. His wife was like, Why can't you just do both? He said, Huh. Damn, you ever see that commercial with the little girl? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's like a taco commercial. Yeah. yeah. And he said, well, shit, you're right. I'm Daniel fucking Bryan. I'm going to go up in there and say, look, I want I want what I want. You're going to give it to me. And shit, here we are. Oh, can you imagine, though, if he, like, if he left? Like, I feel like that's, like, a that'd be a huge signing if he left. And was like, yeah, hey, exactly. Do. And they know that. that that's why that's they do. Like, can you imagine, too, if he left? I don't think they would do that. I don't think Nikki or Bree would do that because, like, they're loyal. WWE and like that's the only like wrestling they've known but like you imagine if he left and he brought like the Bella Twins with him and like their fan base oh he could them, that would be like a huge blow I don't it wouldn't like be devastating obviously because I don't think anything's going to be like devastating WWE at this point like, and then could you imagine fail, in but that would years? be that would be a huge coup for AEW yeah, I think he'd do it if they wouldn't let him yeah you think you saying like if they didn't give him the approval like he would just kind of go off and just do it on his own yeah, I think he's kind of at a point in his career, or at least I, it looks like it, where he kind of just wants to do whatever. Yeah. He probably knows that WWE will, will get over it eventually, or not, or they will, like, in the future. But I think he's made so much money, too, like, just, like, in everything. Like, think about, let's say, how rich, like, he is, like, probably makes, makes it come off the reality show, like, the Bello Twins, like, their brands and stuff. Like, he's got enough money. I think it's just, like, about freedom for the passion. Thing. Yeah, his passion for this at this point. And the fact that he knows, you know, it's like, it's not much, like, not many years he has left to do this this type of stuff. And the way wrestling is now, it's like, we're at this kind of high point, this peak where it's like, so much is happening. I feel like he feels like he needs to be a part of it. And also, like, he'll, he'll, eh, like, and on the money side, he'll get a bag, like, like, regardless. Like, either way, like, AEW, like, Tony Khan's a billionaire. Like, he'll get get a, a pretty big like big payout and mm-hmm. also if you can work like new japan too on top of that and like other independents like he'll, he'll definitely be making a ton of money regardless so i don't think it's about money as much i, w- I want daniel Bryan to put out a list like what cody did when he left the e but like all his dream matches i want i want cody to uh to face his own delusion. That's why I want Cody. <laughs> I want to see so bad. I want to see. I want to see him face that. I'm the opponent. I want to see. He's got to uh, beat that. He hasn't beat that yet. Cody doesn't <laughs> have character. He doesn't. He's impossible for him to grow character. I want to see. I want to see him face his ego. Yeah. We want to see him grow as oh. a man. But hey, look, we hey, gonna, we gonna get a Cody later. Plenty of time for Cody later. Plenty of time for Cody later. But if y'all wanna, if y'all wanna jump into the topic of AEW a little bit, there is something we have. 
in connection to this news with the WWE potentially working with NJPW in response to all this AEW owner, right? Owner. I don't yeah. know. Is he the president? Yeah, he's, no, he's, owner. he's the owner. Okay. I didn't know if he was something else though, but um, he's the owner. He came out and uh, he made a response oh, Tony to Khan. all the, yeah, Tony Khan came out and made a response to all the rumors and innuendo that WWE could be working with them. And he basically was just like, well, you guys are trying to do it. Um, aren't you paying attention to what I'm doing? I've been doing this for like two or three weeks now, actually even a few months. I'm the one who broke the forbidden door. I'm the one who even created the phrase forbidden door. And now I'm the forbidden door myself. And I'm the one who breaks it down and nobody else can do it. And uh, you guys are some freaking dorks. Well, how come you don't even acknowledge the work, work, work we're doing over here? We do it first, and then you come after us, and then you want to do it. Oh, Tony, stop. I don't See, know I about think... you. I don't know about you or anybody, but that whatever he put out on Twitter was so fucking whack. I'm just like, bro, what, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck is this? What's that? Is this cool? like cut a whole promo? I think, and I think he was trolling. I, I, I don't think he's serious. It's I don't think he's serious. But it's also like, I don't think he's serious. I don't like, know. Uh... <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I don't know if he's trolling. I think I think serious. he was trolling because he was doing that character because he was doing like in like the character like the sunglasses up like that's the thing he was doing like impact. Is it like, a character though? Is it a character? Like that's the thing about it because it's like you could argue I could see the argument being made that it's a character if he were to be showing this on television. But he's been doing this quote character. The first time we saw it was on Impact. It on, I don't think he should show it on his. I don't think he should either. That's what I'm saying. But like he's so, I don't think it, it. It doesn't need to exist at all. That's what I'm saying. But like he shows this, he's brought this out for Impact commercials. Like if you ever watch Impact, a lot of people haven't. Where you <laughs> would um, you <laughs> would be coming on there like well, as soon as they start working with AW, he would basically run c- commercials for AW. Like hey, while you're watching this shitty show, you should watch our show on Wednesday because we brought you here in the first place. We're the actual ones who are cool. So why don't you come watch us on Wednesday when you could be watching good wrestling, even though I'm on this show now right now. Talk to me. Like, I don't get it. But then he brings it up here. And it's like, I can't tell if he was drunk or if he was on coke, but it just came off as very insecure, especially just considering the fact that he never unfolds his arms. I, I know what that sign means. I know that means that you're insecure. You're a shallow little man and you hiding behind yeah. yourself. Oh, man. I'm breaking down body language, nigga. (laughs) Look, I can read it. I can read it all through him. I can tell he's insecure because, look, if this was a troll, like, what what is he getting out of this? Like, he's getting nothing out of trolling anybody or putting on some fake act that they're mad about this or whatever. Like, he, I think he legit feels the need to, like, respond to shit like this. And he's coming out his ass saying, oh, we the motherfuckers that did this shit first. Like, y'all corny. And it makes me mad because it's like, what's the point of having this whole idea of the forbidden door must be broken down, whatever. And then if another company tries to do it, you come at them and say, oh, well, we the ones who did it first. Y'all shouldn't even be trying. Like, what, what does that mean? Did you actually want to open the forbidden door? Or were That's why I think he's trolling. That's why I think he's trolling. Like, because I don't think he like thinks like that. Because you, you look at the track record of like AEW. Like they, they haven't prevented like anybody from like, uh, from not like, not like working. Like, look at Moxie. He's working like, like a couple different like in the like promotions he's working like njpw he's working at gcw exactly so i don't think he's i don't think that he was like serious with that i think he saw that this is like a big story that everybody's talking about and he's just like oh i'm just gonna address it in like the most like ridiculous way possible so he so yeah. that's what he did yeah but i don't know it looks so frazzled <laughs> it just it looks whack 
I just don't think I just don't think like I see what you're arguing, Chad, but I just don't yeah, see I, I what see that, the point of valid. it. Would that's, be. that's perfectly valid. Like they they think like the execution of that is whack. But like I'm just saying, like I don't think that it was like meant to, to be like something to be serious. Serious, yeah. yeah. I mean, they did just kind of post it randomly on social media. It was just it was just so random and uncalled for. I was just like, what? Why do you even feel the need to insert yourself in this conversation? And then he started listing off all the names of people they was collabing with. I'm like, bruh, like. You naming all these motherfuckers we don't even really know, like, but Boogie Vice, that's me. That's me. Well, oh yeah, we're Pony Vice. I'm like, yo, come on, <laughs> all right, like, what, like, you want a cookie? Like, what's up? I don't know. But, See, that's what I just thought. Okay, it was just so like absurd and like ridiculous that like I, I was like, I don't think this is meant to be taken like seriously. But yeah, but I don't know. There was a lot less backlash for that than there was for fucking Alexa Bliss's pig dying. Oh, that, that was a Yo, that was, that was crazy. I was like, bro, that was crazy. <laughs> I was baffled. I'm like, I know the WWE did just come on this. Yeah, I was just, like, I saw that. I was just like, I'm just gonna leave this alone. Yeah, I was like, I'm not thoughts on this. Alone. I have my thoughts on. <laughs> Man, I'll, there I'll was leave the the, the Alexa Bliss was a pig, bro. All they <laughs> took was a pig. I mean, okay, Alexa Bliss's pig died. You know, condolences to her. Everything and all that. Very sad. But the fact that they put up like this, she was doing some live stream fundraiser. And I think it's just a little, people had a problem with the fact that they promoted a fundraiser for a fucking pig dying when it's literally like kids being bombed right now in fucking like Palestine and like a bunch of shit going on. I mean, all around the world, really. And it's like, what you're raising money for? You're raising money for a pig? Like, this is these are the fundraisers that you're promoting. You never put up no Black Lives Matter shit. Like, you never. I could be wrong here, but have they promoted uh Sami Zayn's uh Sami for Syria uh campaign? I don't think so. Have they promoted Have they promoted Biggie's um? Oh yeah, did they promote? Did they promote him? Yeah. So, so what are we doing here? The white, the white, the tears that <laughs> the tears of a white woman will get you far. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Honestly, I thought they were kind of trolling Alexa in a way because I think they were kind of like fucking with her in a way because I mean I don't it, think so. I no, don't no, think because they probably really saw her crying like oh yeah. God. Alexa because is like a golden goose there. <laughs> listen to this though, because like she missed Monday for this. What if from here on out they just completely throw her to the fucking side and don't even use her and be like, oh well, remember that fucking pig? Oh here, here, have your pig. Yo, your pig is so sad. Your pig is dead. Oh, let's put out this fundraiser. Oh, Alexa. Oh, we're so sorry for your pig dying. Guess what, bitch? You ain't gonna be on TV for the next three years. Oh, they're not gonna do that. They love Alexa Bliss. <laughs> they, yeah, love, they love it. Yeah, no, they, they love, love Alexa. Alexa. But that was just like my kind of <laughs> rationale. I was like, yo, what if like they spin this and they turn it to like, oh yeah, they kind of just like halfway, like backhandedly kind of giving her condolence you know what i mean but nah, I nah. We'll I don't think, especially from the official w twitter account <laughs> why i just i don't know i'm just trying to figure out a way to rationalize why they would do something like that i mean when you when you really think about it, it don't sound like it's so terrible but it is very insensitive like considering all that's going on in the world it's like we people just don't care about this and then people were arguing and on twitter kind like, of like her phrasing too yeah is this like your life mattered which is like yeah very oh, yeah, yeah, black did, lives yeah. matter mm-hmm. like like, it was just like the phrasing of it. It was just like eh. you, you kind of looked at her funny. <laughs> that her movement isn't even like targeting like the meat and farming industry or nothing. It's just like I want money for my pig. Like what? Or is it? 
Is it somehow it was like co- for, like, correlated to care. that? It was like veterinarian care because like I think their pig died and then like yeah. they couldn't get like a vet to to see because they don't specialize in farm animals. Crazy. Well, yeah, anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on a damn pig, man. Uh, R.I.P. That happened. I didn't even plan on talking about that, but I thought I threw it in. Throw it in real quick. Um, and other news outside the ring, we had a lot, a lot, a lot of talent releases happen this week in the WWE. A um, couple big names to throw out there. We had Tom Phillips, longtime commentator and uh, announcer. Yeah, he got, uh, he got let go, man. And sort of related to that, they hired a new Raw. Um, oh, well, yeah. Fucking what's his name? Jimmy uh, Smith from from Bellator. yeah, but no, what? Uh, Adnan Vert, he's gone. Oh yeah, uh, it's been, oh, he, he's such a, Adnan. He was yeah. such like a flat like that was so so ill advised from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, they set him up for failure. They set him because he because this is a guy who who admitted that he hadn't really watched wrestling since he was like a kid, mm-hmm. not familiar at all with like the product or the moves around wrestling really, and they just throw him in on raw like with no with like barely any training whatsoever mm-hmm. while you have a performance center like sitting in orlando like i don't understand that at all they could have had him camp down time. there for a few months yeah, but, like, yeah like learning i don't know apparently from him he said that it was more so about the travel um like the travel situation and not his performance which I mean, I don't, it's probably bro they it's probably like, told him that <laughs> yeah i mean it's like it wasn't it's not like he was terrible at commentary. It was just like he was just there and like average. He didn't have any like unique voice to him. He didn't really add any much. He didn't he add much lost like, a lot. to the like, commentary. Yeah. Byron and Corey had to carry him like every mm-hmm. week because like they had to do like play by play. They had to do color. Like they had to do everything right. for basically because he could he didn't really know. And it makes it even worse when you look on SmackDown and you just look at how great Pat McAfee is doing. And, it's... and that's like the difference. Like you look at people like Pat McAfee look like Bad Bunny. The reason why like, they're so that they had such great performances because they care about this shit. Like they care about wrestling. Like they have a mm-hmm. genuine love of like of pro wrestling. So like it shines through in the performances. Like they want to put in the work to get better at, at their craft. Like they not to say that Adnan probably didn't put in work, but like when you're operating from a standpoint of not being a fan, like you're already behind the eight ball. Like with that. So yeah, it's like for him, this is just his job. He's not really like. Like passionate. I mean, he's it. probably passionate about his job, but it's also like in a way where it's like, all right, this is a whole new world I'm about to enter. He saw the numbers in that bag. Yeah, yeah. he probably saw like the he money. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, maybe he's like, y'all paying me how much? <laughs> I gotta do what? And it's only in Orlando or whatever, Tampa. And they tell the money sign. The money that's flashed in his eye. He's and apparently he's Nick Khan's like good friend too. Like that's oh, how really? he got the. That's how, that's got, how he got the. Yeah. So yeah, so, now. I mean, looking forward, it it makes me question their decision to even hire somebody like Jimmy Smith now, who, I mean, he is, he did say he was like a wrestling fan before he was more so somebody who came up in the eighties, you know, mm-hmm. and he's been an MMA commentator, a commentator on Bellator, I believe. And apparently like a very good MMA commentator, but yeah. as you know, like yeah. it doesn't always translate like you mm-hmm. being good at like one, uh, I guess with if MMA, it'd be a lot easier transition than baseball. Well, I can't. Wait, I never. They need to bring him on as like color commentary, not like the play-by-play dude. I would think, but who knows? I don't understand why they let go of Tom Phillips. Like, That's what? What? What, what even happens? Like, I, I thought it. he was doing. Yeah. Like, he was actually like doing fine. I thought. And he, he was a guy that like worked within like their system too. Like, he was a guy that like 
he could do like the WWE style of like commentary like very well. Mm-hmm. What they were looking for, she was like, why did they like what happened with that? Like why did they like sour on him? Because they took him off the commentary like two or three different times. It felt like for yeah. like Raw yeah. and SmackDown. It's just like why? <laughs> I was almost certain that he was like the runner up to Michael Cole. Like he would be like that Same. next guy they were grooming up to yeah. be in that lead position. That's what I, I think... thought too. Because his voice, like I feel like he just fit. Like it just, yeah, he just fit. His voice just gelled. I think he'll probably end up on that, that second AEW show. It's like debuting. I think later this year, Rampage. I could see him like ending up there. Because they need they... Jackson. On wrestling? No, the uh, oh, AEW Rampage. Oh. That, that, new, that new Oh, that show. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh no, second. I thought you were talking about Rampage. No, no not, not, not Rampage Jackson. <laughs> but, you think he stays with uh, wrestling commentary? I, I can see him like, like going to like ESPN or doing some. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like when commentaries begin. Wait, did he have a wrestling background before? Um, no, I think he just had like a journalist. Um, he was like, he's very young. He's very young too, right? Yeah. He's like, he's not, he's not that old. So I feel like he probably didn't have like that many like, like outside of like wrestling, like media jobs before mm-hmm. he started there. So I agree with you, Dylan. I think he's gonna go into sports and like ESPN go into that more because he he does have a sports like he does have sports knowledge and I feel but, like once he, I mean he he was in the WWE. It's like. I feel like any if he were to go to anything else wrestling, that would be a downgrade, you know? Yeah. Whereas if he went to ESPN, would it's like, be like the only like kind of like lateral move that he can make. Mm. Yeah. He cares about wrestling that much. Yeah, I don't think he does. No, I think <laughs> like, he, I think he does because like uh, I think it was like the revival. One of the people in the revival they said that like he he like loved like calling like pro wrestling, like the work did like NXT. But like that much though to want to go to AW and just like I mean you know, like the, like, I mean, like AW is like not it's like a, it's owned by a billionaire it's not like he's going to like some like Ricky Dick like independent like he'd probably be getting like a decent payout for for being a commentator AW yeah I mean it yeah. doesn't look like they're really looking for com- I mean, yeah they do have that new show coming but shit that, they still have a lot of com- people on commentary that but they, they don't have play by play guys that's the thing yeah. like they have. They have like all they the have same Big food. Show. They got Taz. Oh, yeah. JR. Yo, Big Show sucks on commentary. He sucks. I haven't been watching like Dark. Episodes. I saw Elevation like know. the second episode or something. He's trash on commentary, bro. Wait, so he's a comment- he went over there to be a commentator. I thought yes. he was like wrestling. Him. And he was mad because WWE, the WWE didn't want him to do commentary for SmackDown. And then he went over there. And I'm like, nigga, I can see why they didn't want you to do it. Nigga, you suck. He, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I would have wanted to hear Big Show's voice on. But the way they do commentary on AEW seem like they free ball a lot, like with certain things. They don't have somebody just like constantly talking in their ear, which is good. But in I certain like, cases, for people who aren't as experienced like, in commentary, yeah. Yeah, it's not as good because it was this one case. He was talking to Tony. He brought up like it was a whole match going on. He started talking about this personal story for like three to five straight minutes. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I don't nobody yeah, care I about the grocery more. store. <laughs> I think Tony's being like too nice. With yeah, he was. He was like, oh, yeah. He was like trying to, he was kind of feeding into it, but not really trying to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was great for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tony Fox is like, shut the fuck. Yeah, it's like, can we talk? Can we call it a match? Like, we're not trying to talk about 1995 right now. Like, yeah, well, I went also, to the grocery store and uh, I picked up some cheese. <laughs> I picked up my kids from the soccer He's like, like, you got to shut your big ass up. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I feel like he needs to be with like some, I think he needs to be like in a three man booth with like some like Taz. I feel like Taz and Tom Fire, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And JR. Or <laughs> he, or something. he was saying that. Oh, uh, JR, JR would say something horny. That's what JR did. 
said, Paul, what are you talking about, you big bitch? <laughs> <laughs> now that, now Paul, that that warlord out there, that warlord reminds me a lot of you when you were younger. I see <laughs> warlord, I just see me a future world champion right there. I'll tell you that much. You know, I, I just learned that Warlow's 33 years old. I was like, I didn't know Warlow was that old. That's not old. That's not that old. I mean, like, yeah. especially in wrestling. Wrestling, too. wrestling yeah, wrestling yeah, is like mid. Old. It's like middle age. I, guess. But I thought he was like in his like 20s, though. But wrestling, that's like your prime, prime years. You're right. Batista up, was like 30, like 35, like 36 when he turned on Evolution. Shit. <laughs> that was a long ass time ago. Dude, I, I, that's crazy. Yo, Batista Batista's almost 60 older years than old. The Rock. He's older than The Rock. That's so crazy to think about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a different Damn. era. Yeah, but he's been wilding than... out in Hollywood recently. I don't know if y'all been keeping in touch with that. I didn't see Army of the Dead, the, even I though uh, the promotion on on, on WrestleMania Backlash. Batista makes me laugh because he seems like didn't work enough for you. Yeah, it, it, it did hit me. He's one of these actors who's like really passionate about certain characters and like stories being told right and everything. Like he had, he was very passionate about when um, James Gunn is that his name. Oh yeah, yeah. When he the, when he um, got fired, or, yeah, when, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. When he got fired for that second, he was about to be like, "Nope, I'm not working on it unless James Gunn direct." And they was like, "All right, bet we're gonna bring James Gunn back." And then, what else happened? He said recently, like he turned down, I think, some movie because he wanted to work on Gears of War. I think it was like a, I don't know if it was a fast movie, but yeah, oh, can you imagine him in the Fast yeah. Universe with the Rock? I could imagine him in the Fast Universe and John Cena. And Roman in that universe. Oh yeah, too, yeah, sure. yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah, he's the hottest jaw. <laughs> the Rock, he's, he's getting, he's he's letting all the wrestlers eat. <laughs> the Rock, you know, he's like, he's like, we're all gonna eat. Yeah, oh, man. But yeah, Batista's just so rock. passionate about shit. I like it. I knew Batista could be a good actor when he uh, turned to Rey Mysterio, like mm-hmm. that one time when he's just like, "You were supposed to cry. be my friend," <laughs> and oh, he like grabbed and screwed his face. Oh man, man, that was some good shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes wrestlers be like yelling in each other's face, and I'll be like, I know that has to suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, I'll be wondering how like Jay Uso just be like letting people talk to him like that every week. I'm like, yo, it gotta be hard. It gotta yo, be hard. His cousin. his cousin just be talking shit in his face. That's a good actor, right? <laughs> but we are. Uh, bitch ass bitch. <laughs> we will, of course, dive into that SmackDown action in a little oh, bit. Oh, well, yeah, when we get to that, the, the one line he it. said to him, like, at, like near the end of the show, yeah. <laughs> like, he cut him deep. Um, I wanted to shed a little bit of light on Law on, on, on Raw this week, just because they had like two really good matches. Um, to start the show, it was Kobe. Yeah, and it was Kofi and Drew. Drew. Yeah, they had a dope. They had a pretty dope. That match. was like a ended four, some was like 30, 40 minute match. That, that yeah, they ended. That ended in some bullshit, yo. Like, I just don't get it. Like, you got a three hour show. You open the match with like a thirty minute segment just for it to be a no finish, and say you got to come back next week. Yeah, you know how frustrating it is. Do you know oh, how frustrating God. it is as a fan to go through that? Like that's so stupid. The, it feels like the roster is so so thin on Raw. Like if mm-hmm. like they feel like they have to like drag everything out, but it's only like a few people that like appear on the show every single week. Like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the the main issue with Raw is the fact that it's three hours because I think their entire focus shifts when it changes to two hours to, from making it about filling time to we have to yeah you know, we have to actually it. utilize this time like we have to it pinpoints like what you like it narrows it down so that you have to like focus on one set of time that like you know you have to perform well in these two set hours three hours of 
program and they just like we just got to throw in some shit so we can get this time through like it, i think they just really need to cut back on this hour because like it's really just such a detriment to raw right now it's terrible we don't need this much wrestling period they are not they are not going to take away that hour and they get so <laughs> like, much money from that <laughs> i think honestly, is it usa that, that wants it is it usa that wants I think it it is because they get so much ad not. revenue they probably get like, stupid so much like ad money just off that that extra hour another hour and if that's the case put 205 live on at eight o'clock or some shit do something they different should, they should have done put main event on at eight o'clock i don't go fuck yeah they, they, honestly they, yeah that's that's what they should do i don't understand why they anything, don't literally anything they, they should have done that a few years ago like coming off of like the cruiserweight classic when like that had like a, a like, good buzz about it but now like two five lives like a dead brand basically shit like, dude, the reputation two five live used to be on raw it was, like the oh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was when they first brought them up, right? Yeah, they yeah. should have just kept it to an hour on there and then going to Raw for two hours instead of making it to five live its own thing. Whereas no one probably really watches. No I'm sorry. Watches. <laughs> no one watches two five live. No one watches main event, and both of them could be an hour of Apparently, Ashanti uh, Donis is a hit row. He's been on two five live for months now. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, yeah. The thing about the shows is like they don't promote them. They don't promote them at all. It's like the people (laughs) that are part of the show promote it on their own social medias. But I don't be seeing no tweets about 205 Live. I don't be seeing no video clips. I'm like, yeah. Did Santos Escobar even appear 205 Live when he was there? Right, when he was No, I don't think he was was ever (laughs) on it, actually. That's hilarious, bro. But It's kind of weird because it's almost like the cruiserweights on NXT and the cruiserweights on Tour Five Live are like it's almost like they're in two different universes, but they're yeah. in the same arena, they're like same division, time. right? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I feel you on that because it's like, I mean, I don't even really think of. I don't know what's on Tour Five Live. Like, do they have like main roster cruiserweights on there, and then NXT just has their own set of cruiserweights? Brian it's called Kendrick's the, on there. It's called the NXT <laughs> Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. Brian Kendrick and Tony Nese, I think, are still on 205 Live. <laughs> like, dealing... Bro, why, though? Why is Tony Nese still on 205? I like, would think they would have moved him up already. He won at WrestleMania. He won the title at WrestleMania. You think they would have, like, yeah, like, done something, but they just keep him in the, in the division. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, Raw, Raw has a lot to fix. Um, Other than that, we did have another pretty fire match. Matt Riddle and Xavier Woods, they put on a banger. Xavier um, Woods, and like I don't like after like every like few like months that he, he has like, a singles match, and then he shows like he's like very very good. Yeah. And then they don't really do anything with him in that capacity. It's like they don't take him <laughs> like, serious or something. I don't understand why. Like he can, but he has like all like the like the only thing he doesn't have is height. Really. Mm-hmm. Like he can talk. He's a great. He's great promos. Great wrestler. Great. Uh, a ton of charisma. Like he can do like power moves. Like I understand yeah. why, like they don't do more with him. I really don't even like, feel like height is a factor have. though. Like in modern wrestling, height shouldn't even be a factor to determine somebody's star power. You know, so, yeah, I, mean, I don't even know if that's a factor to it. I just think I don't know. Maybe it's just that they don't know how to really give him that push without the crowd at the moment. Like I feel like if this. If we were to see this match like in front of a crowd, oh, like the crowd would the crowd would have really crazy. started going behind Xavier. We might have seen another Kofi type mania thing happen. But Kofi, like everybody in the new day is like so good. And I feel like yeah. 
they like with the like two ma- the two fire matches on Raw were from New Day members. So. And even like the promo that Kofi cut like before like the match started, where he was just like, like it felt like real, like like what he was saying to Drew. It didn't feel like he was like reading off like a script, like just like his cadence and like the confidence that he was like delivering it with. Yeah, but he was like saying like like we're sick of you getting like rematch after rematch after rematch to Drew. Like and he's like, how come I like like I was the WWE champion for six mm-hmm. months? I never got a rematch. Right. Shit don't make any sense. So I mean, what do y'all see that storyline going forward? Do you think next week Drew just hits a claymore? One, two, three. We get Drew Bobby a hell on a cell. I think we get Kofi Bobby a hell on a cell. Ooh. What do you think, Dylan? I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. I feel like it could be Drew Bobby just because they would want to end it in hell in a cell, but I don't want to see that. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull for the black man. I'm <laughs> there you go. Yo, can you uh, imagine I, that? Too, Kobe Kingston and uh, Bobby Lashley and the Hell in Cell made it at the pay-per-view? That'd be dope. I feel like we I really still dope. don't know what's happening with the Randy thing, though, that's going with, on. The with Arkham Roman. Because uh, I was thinking, like... Wait, who? who? Randy who? and... Uh... Randy and Riddle and New Day, because aren't they still involved a little bit? Or no? <sighs> he, did, he did put... Uh, I, I might have edited that with, like, with, like the Riddle, Riddle beating Woods. But then again, this is raw, so yeah. it's struck everything. Nothing Yeah. Randy cost him something. Because he hit the RKO cost to win, him. too. So I feel like that kind of, like, put, like, like the wrapped up, like, that storyline. Mm-hmm. They could just move forward with it, just being more about uh, Randy and Matt. I want to know what side it's going to end up leaning towards. Is Randy going to come around to being more friendly like Matt Riddle, or is Riddle going to kind of be a little more sinister and start getting evil. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Riddle getting sinister. Riddle, Riddle gonna sinister. I want to see it. Like when a bell rings, that's more interesting. Snapping, yeah. And then when it's over, he start dancing. More yeah. interesting than Randy acting like a dope. <laughs> yeah. Acting like he was in two thousand four when he was like when he was shitting in people's bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard some crazy stories about Randy, but let's not get into it. Um, <laughs> Uh, anything else from Raw? That's it. That's all I wanted. That did Charlotte versus Oscar for the 500th time. It feels like in the fuck? past two weeks, <laughs> the past month. Yeah. That shit. Wait, I why did go back and count how many times we didn't seen that shit? Like that, like they, the thing with Raw is they take good matchups and just beat them into the ground. Like theoretically, Charlotte versus Oscar should be like a really good match, but like, and they're not doing anything that's like bad. But it's just like. I don't care anymore. I don't care. They're like, we need to fill 25 minutes of time. What was hot last week? Charlotte and Oscar had a pretty good match. All right, bet. Run that back one more time. Rubber match. In the, I think being in the third drum makes it worse too, because like it's just like the no same rejection. base level, like from it. like piped in crowd noise too. Yeah. So yeah, the same setting. It's just like they, they, they raw needs it the most. They need a, a crowd the most. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean, that leads me to believe that they're purposely kind of not moving forward that much with storylines because they're going to wait just until i mean we're like a month out from getting live crowds back so it's like they don't have to wait too long to get back to the swing of what they really supposed to be doing i think now they're kind of just like pushing things forward just to you know keep things moving a little bit but not really capitalizing on any potential like momentum or anything i don't know i feel like they're always like just buying time to something yeah that's like what what is the outcome like y'all buy time basically until the last three months of the year with rumble and mania like i feel like that they they need to like they they need to do what they used to do and like map out like a plan for like six months (laughs) like yeah 
like even if you have to adjust like at some point like i feel like it's it's better still just to have that like outline of a plan and where you want to go with people because mm-hmm. i feel like every week it's just like they don't know like what they're gonna do with anybody i feel like, like what no, direction. I, I really it's really i'm not really sure though because when they had crowds there it seems like they would often change their plans based on like crowd reaction but you would think now without the crowd they would yeah, have a they set have plan a like I mean, so yeah. I mean, we really don't know if they do, and like until a month down the line, it turns out to be some kind. Well, I don't of think they like thing. think about like to, but. they had they had Kofi lose to like Elias like a few weeks ago and get a singles match, and now he's like back in like the main event picture, like having competitive like thirty minute matches like Drew McIntyre <laughs> and like Bobby Lashley. Like they don't they don't have a plan. They don't they don't think these things through. <laughs> that that AJ Styles lose to uh, Jackson Riker like this week this week too i bet he's gonna be like in the main event picture in a few months again like they don't really Raw think these things it through. is random probably <laughs> is really random and it's also really bad yeah so Rhea Ripley, I mean, what do you think of her as champion so far um i think she looks like big bird um <laughs> oh no god. <laughs> oh god <laughs> what do i think of her oh, as champion they got her done. what i think of her as champion i mean i I look on TV, she's standing up. She has the title on her shoulder. <laughs> that's it. And, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I feel they kind of do that with like Bianca. I feel they kind of do that with Bianca too. Like they're not really giving them. Bianca like, hasn't really, yeah, she ain't been that active either. either. That's what I'm saying. Like it feels like we're just in this period right now where it's like things are just kind of happening. It's just like things are here. We don't really want to move that much of the needle because it's like we got our big show, SummerSlam, coming up. The build to that is going to have to be something. So, I mean, I think. At least until after Hell in a Cell, we're gonna be just like, just going through the motions. It, even it's like Roman and like in the Usos thing. I feel like they've been doing this for like a, like three weeks now, and it's like kind of not really like progressing like too much. Like he's yeah. like the, the, Roman's delivering like good performances, Jimmy and Jay delivering good performances, but like the actual mm-hmm. like storyline isn't really like progressing like too much. Like it mm-hmm. kind of feels like they're like staggering like this. I think they're gonna wait until like a crowd's there for, for like Roman to like turn on Jimmy or whatever happens. Yeah. I'm hoping they don't mess this up because I feel like with Roman, they're on a slippery slope with this becoming stale if they just keep if they don't progress the storyline anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they just keep yeah. rehashing the shit like they, they could easily lose that heat they have with Roman. That's why I want him and Rollins to like team up as like a two man power trip. I, I yeah. feel like that's like an interesting like wrinkle if like him and like Rollins, especially with Rollins like character that he has where he's like unhinged. Mm-hmm. Like if they like have like some type of deal between each other, like yeah. I feel, I feel like that would be like an interesting thing to have in SmackDown. Like it would freshen up like Roman's act more. Yeah, I think we'll see it eventually. I really just think I we can, need to I get past Hell in a Cell. We need to get past Hell in a Cell to really know they, what's about to happen. Because once these Rollins, come back, it's um, different. No, they have Rollins win the, the Intercontinental title, and then the Usos got the tag team titles, and Roman still got the the Universal title. That'd be kind of lit. <laughs> It'd just be funny, like seeing like like the Usos and Roman, and then just like Sephiroth, just like in the background with ugly ass suit, ugly ass suit on, just, just like his own thing. <laughs> <laughs> like Roman Reigns is like cutting like this, like his like typical like serious promo, and then like Ross is just like being all like goofy and shit. In the background. Yeah, that'd be funny. So I mean, when we talk about Raw, it's a lot that needs to be fixed there, but I think it's a potential that they can inject something somebody to make that show a little fire i want to know what your thoughts are on this because we saw this week on nxt 
championship rematch we had between Finn Balor and Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross defended it, put Balor to sleep, middle of the ring, slumped his ass. Good night. Now that leads us to the next question of what's going to happen with Finn Balor in the next few months. Because we already knew, rumor has it, Finn wasn't supposed to stay in NXT as long as he has, especially considering, you know, COVID pushed everything off. Now it seems like it's nothing left for Finn in NXT. SummerSlam is right around the corner. This could be the perfect time to toss him in there. So my question for y'all is, where do you want Finn to go? Are we talking Raw? You know they need it. Or are we talking SmackDown where he could easily be another competitor against Roman, another contender? I think they got to give him a raw. Raw needs raw needs yeah. bad. Definitely. Yes, super bad. Like as badly as I want to see that matchup between Roman and Finn, mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's as important as Raw getting a new star, a new main eventer that can mix up that title scene right now, take it away from the attention from Drew and Braun. I mean, yeah, I I agree with that hundred percent. Like, as much as I want to see. Uh, Roman and Finn, and like there's a story there with Finn, like being one of the people like to beat Roman clean on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like, the Raw badly needs Finn, like, they need him as like a brand, yeah, like more than SmackDown does. Like, like everybody's like, like, they're they're their whole main event scene basically is like drowning. Like, actually, the whole show is drowning. <laughs> they need like somebody to like help, like anchor the show just to in, just to inject some life into the shit, like, yeah. And I want him to be like the NXT Finn Balor that we got, like the added intensity that he had. I want him like smiling Finn that we got like towards the end of his like main roster. Hopefully they'll understand now, or I think at least he'll have the credentials behind him to where he'll be able to put his foot down and say, you know, I'm not doing that. You know, like I spent years in NXT building myself back up to be this person. I don't want you to make me into that. What I just spent so many years trying to fight against and, you know, rebuild. I think now to have a better understanding, of like this is who the Finn Balor character is. Like that's not trans. Let's not try to transform it into some new vision you have for him. Fucking Balor Club for everybody and shit or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pissed if they if they mess him up again because like that would like really 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 suck because mm-hmm. he really has like created this entire like thing for himself again. And if they just like if he gets back up to the main roster and just like him in random matches and like having him taking random losses he's gonna be like damn he probably, probably leave they're gonna yeah. have him lose to jackson Riker in like five minutes randomly for no reason go to AEW. Yeah. quickness Tim Ballard <laughs> be will be 40 years old this july wow he's 40 will be on july 25th he will be 40 years old so Look, man, Finn don't have that many more years left for us. I mean, we don't know that. He's in great shape, so we don't know how long. They've got Goldberg still out here. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck that. Whole, winning universal titles. But what I want to see is if they do throw Finn on Raw, I don't want to see him. He doesn't need to wrestle every week. You could do every other week, you know. Don't yeah. don't feed him. Don't feed him to us much because I think the what was good about him on NXT was that we didn't see him every single week. Like, he was champion. But when we did see him, he put on bangers every single time. There was never a bad match with Finn Balor. So yeah, you have to you have to miss some somebody to like mm-hmm. at some point. You can't just like see them like every single. I think that's the problem, with Drew. Like I think it was out of necessity, just because how weak like the Raw like main event scene is that like Drew had to be there like, mm-hmm. week after week, and he has to constantly be in the WWE Championship picture, even when he loses his rematch. 
Yeah. But like, I feel like I feel like, like that's kind of like Drew's becoming a little bit stale at this point. Definitely. Like yeah. They don't know how to treat him. I mean, I'm interested to see where they're gonna try to um put Drew. Like, you know, when the crowds come back, I want to see if they're gonna push for like him getting that reaction with the championship win or whatever. But we'll say that for our backlash preview. Um, uh, I can week. I can see him in like a tag team. I, I'd put him in a tag team after he like loses again to Bobby. Yeah. Too I don't know they, who that would make it interesting though. <laughs> too bad they uh they had a few Sheamus like that like lines that would be a good tag team. Yeah, yeah. But um, if y'all wanted to touch on SmackDown real quick, just to talk about the Usos um because we got to preview Double or Nothing before we head out of here. I, real quick, I just wanted to say, um, damn, I really enjoyed seeing the Usos back. They had a really oh, great match Street with the Street Profits. Profits. Yeah, that match was that great whole segment match. was was perfect. Mm-hmm. And did you see like That's so crazy? We gotta we gotta take a moment. <laughs> Yo, we gotta take a moment George to talk Andy. about Montez Ford and just his overall performance, like what he puts into just like his facial expressions. And yeah, this the ring. <laughs> bro, Montez is gonna get snatched up by Hollywood so fucking fast, like in a yeah. blink of an eye. Yeah, they better, they better they better hold on to him. Like they better hurry up and like you know do what they gotta do with the street profits the next year or so. After that, man, we gotta, we gotta champ. move Tez up, bro. Tez yeah, gotta, we gotta get him. In Tez gotta win this chip by 2025 or something. We gotta get some like, singles gold on him. Bro, they right. have, at one point, they need to have him and Bianca as like the champions. Both world champs. Both, both champs. <laughs> that needs to be like the, the main storyline. Have Bianca hold the women's title for like two years. Finally, Tez come around, he get the title. You know, then she hold it for another year. He hold it for three year title, three year title reign for Bianca. Shit. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. I just don't know if they go if they gonna buy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, um, I don't want to spend too much more time with SmackDown because um, yeah, we got a preview double or nothing, whatever AWLs. Um, did y'all have any other points? I mean, Roman Roman is just there right now. Like I said, we gotta wait till Hell in a Cell. I don't think he's gonna have a match at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I don't think he is. Yeah. The way it's like setting up. He doesn't have yeah. an opponent. He's been think playing it's like Jimmy versus Jay. No, nah, I think it's Jimmy versus uh the Mysterios. I mean the Usos versus Mysterios at the titles. Is that next week? No, that's on SmackDown that's next, next week. That's next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I think they're gonna oh, do like Jimmy rematch versus then, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Or a rematch. They they could do it. Yeah, they can run it back. Who knows? They're probably gonna have I'm, Roman might get involved or something. Roman might get involved. Know. Some smaz happens next yeah, week. Yeah, Roman might run. get involved and like I don't know. Oh, no, damn, so. you guys lost. Oh, <laughs> you lost the match. Damn, see, this is what I told y'all. I told y'all. The responsibility to be the head of the table is one that can only be held by one man. And when, when you're messing with our legacy, when you when you try to when you try to beat a man when you know that's not your spot, that's that disrespects me, Oos. How you think that make me look? You disrespect me, you disrespect the family. When you disrespect the family, you disrespect the legacy. Uh, we need we need Roman versus Rikishi on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got Rikishi in my universe mode manager manager Roman. But anyway. I thought you were going to say as a WWE champion. I'm about to say, let's go nothing in your universe got mode. You say <laughs> universe mode be a shambles, yo. Yo, but... um. Look, let's move along. We got the uh, double or nothing is gonna happen tomorrow. Tomorrow on Sunday, we got a quick preview going on. Um, we did have a, we did have double or something because we had SmackDown and AEW last night too. 
Mm-hmm. And what the fuck happened on the show chat? It wasn't um it wasn't shit. I did want to talk shit about that Cody, <laughs> that Cody um weigh in shit because that shit was stupid. That was just too long and drawn out. You I had cut uh, that shit right off. You had Adam Page and Joe Janela. And I don't know, like Joe Janela. He started bleeding. Been, he must have been stiffing him. I mean, because he's yeah. his, his mouth was bleeding at one point. And then like towards the end of his back, like his like head was like bleeding. I like, didn't see what happened because I was watching. I was flipping in between listening to um mm-hmm. in the Nets. Celtics game. So I, I said back. I see fucking Adam Page. He won his face leaking. I'm like, oh shit. I, I'll tell you, like Adam Page got go to Janelle in the locker room. Like, Yo, we got a problem or something? Like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? The fuck was that for? This is <laughs> just a random Friday night match. Yeah, <laughs> we got a pay per view in two days. But it was head. a cool. It was a cool visual though when he was like cutting that promo on uh on Brian Cage and he's like blood was just like streaming down his face. <laughs> So at least he got got that visual. Oh shit! Um, We're actually getting Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Yes, Page versus Cage. Page oh, versus. Oh, damn it! <laughs> he beat me to it. And don't forget, and don't oh, forget did, earlier in the night we're gonna see Ethan Page. Oh yeah, Ethan Page, the Page brothers. <laughs> and then in that battle royal, we might see Christian Cage win. Oh, the Page Cage. <laughs> right? Did they have? Did they have like a, a fatal four way with them in a cage, steel cage? It'd be like. Rage in the cage. 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 But um, what else happened on um? Real quick, they got a new AEW Women's Title. Um, Thank God. Finally, Thank like a toy. God. The women's Title was like a toy. Oh my God! <laughs> like a Lego. <laughs> it did. It's so small. Yeah. And this one is a lot. It's a lot better. It has the same type of shape to it, but it's just a lot like bigger. And um, yeah. more gold to it, so it looks it looks legitimate now. I'm hyped for that. Britt Baker's over as fuck. Yeah, that, she said know. like DMD, like the crowd like erupted like, basically. <sighs> Wait, what does DMD mean? Like she's a it's dentist, like, so she's yeah, that's like, like a dentist uh, signature, or whatever the fuck it's called, right there. I don't know, but um, no. dental yeah. medicine. Yeah, dent- no, like I don't know. <laughs> like PhD, DMD, shit like that. Oh, like a DDS. Like yeah. It's like a doctor thing. I don't know. Certificate. So, um, damn, I feel like it was something else on AEW. Oh, uh, yeah, don't um, it was, uh, what happened to the main event? Oh, yeah, Miro. Oh, yeah, Miro um, beat that little boy up. That's little boy it. talking shit again until uh, Jake yeah. State Roberts is always fun. Um, Orange Cat. Oh, all right, we're going to oh, get into that. That was the big one. Let's just, dive, let's just yeah. dive into the previews, man. Let's so, Dylan, will you be competing for this, for this preview? I mean, I don't know if you... Listen, I'm always down to compete. Yeah, he's always down to compete. All right, damn, because because Chad, I was about to challenge you to a one-on-one singles match, to an AEW predictions match for that, for that, for that coveted prediction. I'll I'll be the ref. I'll be the ref. You'll be the ref. I'll be the ref. I don't know. I mean, if you want to make you want to make this, if you want to make this a three-way dance, we can make it a three-way dance. He's got Daniel Bryan. Yeah, don't 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 challenge me, bro. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If this is a three-way dance, I take on any and all competitors. I don't care. It's a triple threat now. Triple threat, then bet. I feel like Daniel Bryan. Let me get my pen, Daniel. Let me get my pen. Oh God, it's over. He's, he's the this pen. man's not even prepared. He doesn't have a pen. He's disqualified. Hey, yeah, he's, he, got he had to get up. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. done. You're done. Done. Right. Now his cat is barking. Oh, that's my dog. My dog's barking. Oh. <laughs> I put that on mute. All right, here we go, man. 
Got my pen ready. I'm writing down these results and these for these predictions. AW double or nothing happening tomorrow, July 30th, only on pay-per-view. I think you can watch on Google for a while or some shit. All right, D O N. First match of the card. We have a how many matches we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got ten matches on this card. Ten god matches. Damn. My God, they got god damn. Some of these matches got to be so short. They can't, they, nobody, nobody can, they can't do the thing where they have give everybody like twenty minutes. Uh-huh. They gotta have some, some matches got to be short, particularly the Cody and the Gogo match. That's, that's got to be uh, about thirty yeah. seconds. Um. So first match on the card. I think this is a pre-show match. We have Serena D versus Rio for the NWA Women's Championship. Supposedly, Rio's supposed to have some kind of announcement before the show. Um, I'm not I sure think, what that is. A lot I of people think it's going to be her side. Yeah, a lot of people think it's her signing full time. I don't know if that'll impact this match at all because that's the NWA yeah. title. So I think I'm gonna go with Serena. Just yeah, same Serena. All right, who you got, Chad? I mean, Dylan. We're gonna repeat the names: Serena Deep or Rio. Uh, I'm gonna go with with Deep. Serena Deep. All right. Um, next match on the card, we have the Young Bucks defending. The AEW Tag Team Championships versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, I think they're gonna retain the Young Bucks. I, I want Moxley and Kingston to win, but I feel like they're gonna stick with like Omega and the Young Bucks as mm-hmm. the champions. So I'm gonna go with the Young Bucks retaining. Uh, I'm gonna go with not the Young Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Moxley Kingston. Chad, you got the Young Bucks. Um. I think I'm gonna go with you, Chad. I think the they're gonna keep this uh dominant elite or whatever bullet club thing they they got going on right now. Rolling, young bucks are gonna keep the title so they can look good next to Kenny. Uh, it leads me to think like you know when when is this gonna what's gonna be the result like what's gonna be the ending tied to this whole storyline like who's gonna lose their titles first? You know, young bucks. I think the young uh, is bucks. It gonna be a, is it gonna be a progressive build? Is it all gonna happen at once? I don't know. I think the young bucks are double or nothing are gonna lose. The titles. I'm gonna double nothing. Uh, all out. All out. Uh, yeah, I think that's gonna drop it. I do think it's summer. it's been kind of soon. They haven't had that many defenses yet. So, so yeah, I'll go the Young Bucks. Um, next match we have Sting competing in his first real match in AEW. He's tagging with Darby Allen, facing off against Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Sting and Darby because they're stupid and they don't know how to put new talent over. They're gonna. They're gonna, yeah, sting they're gonna they're gonna fucking go rest on their laurels with the nostalgia especially I, since they're gonna get the pop yeah the, the especially crowd, yeah. a full crowd sting pop yeah, yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with sting sting and darby sting and darby all right since y'all both said that i'm going with ethan page and scorpio scott <laughs> <laughs> they got a black man on their team i can't let them down um oh i was unaware of the black man so I wanted Scorpio Sky. I want them to win, but I want them to. Win. I want them both to matter. So I feel like this. This needs. They need a win. I don't think Sting and Darby really need it. Darby just got a win last night. That's true. Against, um, yeah, but they they had to like beat them like each like we they had like the upper hand and that, like in, like wrestling mm-hmm. psychology like if if the heels always like get the upper hand and like the baby faces then usually the baby faces like win the pay per view. So, next up on this list, I don't think it'll be the next match in the card. Maybe they will throw it in the middle of the show. The um, stadium stampede match between the pinnacle and the inner circle. The stipulation being if the inner circle loses, they will be 
forced to disband. Uh, who do you got? I want to say the pinnacle, but I think they've been laying it on like so heavy that like this is like the end of like the inner circle and stuff and that like the like farewell thing. I thought like the inner circle was gonna win. Think it's too obvious. Yeah. Okay. Inner circle. What you got, Dylan? Hey, which one is Chris Jericho on? Inner circle. I want them to lose. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna go with the pinnacle too, just because I want. I want the inner circle to be over too. I want them to disband. I think Jericho and that whole group was holding all of them back, except for Jake Hager. I think Sammy Guevara and the um, <laughs> yeah, Jake Hager, <laughs> um, proud and powerful. I think they could. They need to go off and do their own tag team thing. I think it's time, man. We, we we hit our point. We've hit the the peak, the pinnacle of this group. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with pinnacle. Stadium Stampede. The first one was really dope, so I'm hoping this one will be just as good. I think this one will be a little more like serious tone to it. It has more. It's more of like a bloodbath feud than the first one was. Yeah, so it might be pretty brutal. I'm interested to see what it's gonna pull out. Um, honestly, I feel like that might be probably my favorite match of the night at the end of the day. But we'll see. Um, Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT Championship. See, that, 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 that that might be the match of the night. That's you a think dark so? Horse. That would really? be a dark horse. Yeah, really? you got two. You got two giant like hosses, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, hypothetically, yeah. I think this match might be a quick one. This is like might be the one that like stay within ten minutes. But that could that doesn't mean it might, it might not be like a great match. Like they might. Yeah. Get, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. Better, but, honestly. Yeah. No, I but think that just, it needs like, to be go hard for like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like with two big dudes, I like to see just like quick going at it, like really intense. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 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 I just like to we gotta I'm end the show, yo. We gotta end the show, yo. We got it. We gotta get. I was, the, tr- I was trying to laugh away from my mic. We gotta get the fuck out of here, yo. Anyway, like I said before, man, when I see two big men, I like to see them go at it. Real fast. I like to see them go at it real fast and hard, real quick, like real fast, real hard, really fast, like really quick, in and out. You know, get your business done. And then out for the three count. Yeah, out for the count and everything. So um, I'm going with Lance Archer. You got wow. already Miro. I'm going Miro for this. You going with Miro? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Russo. I mean, wow. you know, I'm gonna go with Miro. I do think it's kind of soon for Miro to lose it, but like Lance Archer seemed like they just tossed his ass to the side. What's up with that? Was he on ECW at one point? I he feel was. like that's a, no TNA. Oh, he, he was, was on both, both right? Yeah, he, was, he, was, he was fucking WCW. Vance Vance Archer, right? Yeah, I remember the W game. I forget what his, his name was. Like his name was his name was he was in SmackDown Raw 2011. Oh, that's what it was. Vance Archer. That's what his name was. Yeah. Now he Lance. Shit. <laughs> he said, "Let me think of something." That'd be like if I tell you my name, the Lince, nigga. Fuck. <laughs> Lince Basie. Lens Vasey. <laughs> um, damn, I do kind of want to change my pick now, but fuck it. I'm rolling. Um, Lance Archer, they don't give a fuck about you, bro. Um, next, we got Page versus Cage, baby. Page versus which, Cage. which Cage is this one again? Is this Christian Brian, Cage? No, this is Brian Cage versus Adam Brian Page. Cage. I'm going to go with Adam Page because Brian Cage won the first one against them. I think they're still built. I think they're building up Adam Page. Eventually, the throne, Kenny Omega, yeah. so I'm, Page. I'm going with Adam Page as well. He's their top. In my eyes, he's their future star. He's their top guy that they're really grooming up to that spot. In the long term, yeah. they're doing a great job at it. So 
Let's keep it rolling. Adam Page. I'm a, I'm going to go with Brian Cage because I remember him from Lucha Underground. So <laughs> I got to be loyal. Got to be loyal to Lucha Underground. Brian yeah. Cage could could use a win, though. He could use some he could. momentum. So it's not a bad pick. Um, Next, we have the Casino Battle Royal. I don't really know who's in this match. I'm going to go with Christian. I know Christian's I'm, in so I'm gonna Yeah, go I'm going to go with him too. Oh, fuck. Yeah, shout out Christian, man. That man's been putting in work. What was he, the, the hardest the hardest worker in the room? It's like outwork Ooh. everyone. <laughs> I don't know outwork who buy that everyone. shirt. Yeah. Some of these the wrestling shirts, shirt. I'm like, he's going he's gonna to buy some of these things. <laughs> yeah, I'll be thinking that about most of their, um, about most of the fucking AEW shirts. Um, I'm not gonna lie, a lot of wrestling merch sometimes be looking kind of wonky. It does. I'm like, no wonder nobody be wearing this shit. Um, <laughs> on this Bleacher Report article, they have their predictions for it. Somebody predicted Samoa Joe winning the Battle Royal. Is Samoa, Samoa Joe even eligible? Oh. Is he? He's up. Does <laughs> he have? Did he have a 90 day compete clause? I no thought he clause? did, but I don't know. I thought Andrade did. No, Andrade um, didn't. He didn't. Okay. No. Damn, well, I don't know. Um, I don't see Samoa Joe popping up though. So I'm gonna go oh, yeah. with damn. I feel like Christian too obvious. And I don't want to see him I don't want to agree with you too much, Chad. Like I want to make it a little different. But you go CM I, Punk. I do see Christian. You know, let's go Reginald. Yeah, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald make the jump. <laughs> Dylan, who you going with for the better? Fuck. I mean, I wish I could list off the people. I don't want to look it up. But... I think Will Hobbs did too. But yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's gonna get. Bro, he's you. Do you know? Do you know what race Will Hobbs? Um, Will Hobbs <laughs> do you know? Do you know what company he works for? I just want you. I just want to know. Anyway, I'll go Jake Cargill winning the winning the fence. <laughs> PDK Omega's ass. <laughs> I can sit happy. What is this article? I've been wrestling all this shit. Uh-uh. I'm gonna go with. I'm actually gonna go with, with, with Christian too because that's kind of like the only other guy I know. Um, do y'all want to add a stipulation for a surprise entrance? Yo, what, uh, if, sure. yo, what if Jake Cargill was a, a surprise entrance? Like, it would be believable because people always say, with, like, women <laughs> and men's wrestlers, like, oh, that would be believable. But I can see Jake Cargill be the shit out of Kenny Omega. They said, <laughs> I can see that happening. This is believable. This comicbook.com article has like potential surprises. They said Andrade, Moose, Rich Swan, Daniel Bryan. I don't see that, but Moose. I can see maybe but, Moose. But doesn't Moose, Moose already have like a, a number one, like a, oh no, it's for the, it's for the Impact Championship, right? It's mm-hmm. not the AEW Championship. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Moose being it. All right. I mean, we don't, we don't have to dive into that. But uh, next matchup, we got Cody Rose versus Anthony Ogogo. Oh, uh, Ogogo. Long... I'm not going to let you finish that. Ogogo, two minutes. Not Cody Rhodes is my choice. <laughs> I'm gonna ask y'all again. Do y'all know what company this is? Uh, y'all know. Do y'all I know. know what motherfucking company says, nigga? It's Cody. Nobody goes over Cody. Nobody. I mean, but people have gone on Kobe. Cody, like MJF, whatever Cody at the pay review. That was that was like two years ago. Chris Jericho, whatever Cody at the pay review. That was like two years ago. <laughs> that was that was like last year. <laughs> that was in a whole year. Ago, I don't think. Yes, it's been a whole run. I don't think. I don't know. Cody's going on this spree where he don't want to. He's not losing until he have his baby or some shit. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm going with Cody, though. I'm sorry. I hate to do it. I hate that man. But shit. I want to say it can't be that delusional. But then I see that neck tattoo. 
Yeah. On it. And I was like, oh no, no, he he's especially scary. since he's going with this whole American angle to it, he not he not about to lose for America. Oh my god, this Jacksonville fan. Jacksonville. <laughs> um. So let's let's just get through this, man. Last two matches. Next up, we have the women's championship match between Carl Sheeta. Just passed her one year mark yesterday for winning the for winning the women's championship. She's going to be defending against a red hot Britt Baker. Obviously, for me, I think it's Britt Baker's time. She needs to get that title and really be the first really important, legitimate women's champion that this brand has had that like really carried its division and really move it up the ranks. But Carl Sheeta's done a great job. Don't get me wrong, but she hasn't added any like any like prestige or like oh no, she's added prestige. She hasn't added any like intrigue to the division, I will say. I think it's also important because she's been like in the pandemic. Like she yeah, had entire, like she won it without fans and she's held the title the entire time without fans really being there. So yeah. I think it's her reign a little bit, but I think she's I think she's done a good job of carrying like them through because like that women's division was like not really in a good place mm-hmm. when she won the title. First, but I think I think it's like it's gotten a lot better since then. So, are you going with Miss Britt Baker? Yes, I think it's I think it's uh, Britt Baker's time to be a champion. Sounds good. What you got, Dylan? Go with Sheeta. Sheeta, alrighty. Next up, we have Kenny Omega, who will retain his AA Devil Women's Championship. All right. Um, that's yeah. We we all know he's gonna win. We all know he's gonna win. Aren't Cassie? Um, like yeah. as much as I want to see Orange Cassidy be AEW champion, I'll oh, yeah. I do right I do want to talk about this for a second though, because look, man, yo, yo. We got a triple threat match. Kenny Omega versus Peck versus Orange Cassidy, but look, y'all. Orange Cassidy. I'm I'm in love with this man. I don't know like what else to say. I I really don't. I don't know how I don't know how or why he like impresses me so much. Everything he puts into his character, every time I watch him, I'm like, I'm so entertained. I want him to be the one to beat Kenny. I know that Adam Page is like the clear buildup we have to that. I think that's kind of obvious. I think the person who really, really, really needs it would be Orange Cassidy. I think that would just like solidify him. That would make him a star. When he held up that title on Friday, I got excited. You know, I thought it was cool. I really want to see him just do great things, but I don't think it's tonight. Um, I mean, on Sunday, Kenny's gonna retain, keep going, but I just wanted to give my props out to Orange Cassidy because that's that man right there. That's that nigga, and I fuck with him. I just wanted to say that. Gotta Orange. insert an an applause sound effect. <laughs> I I've had too many pause moments this episode. Let's get out of here. Dylan, wait, what's your prediction? You going with Kenny? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with the with the dweeb. <laughs> the dweeb Omega, Kenny the dweeb Omega. <laughs> All right, well, that concludes our predictions and thoughts about AEW Double or Nothing, which you can find tomorrow on pay-per-view or illegal streaming sites. And then if we have a tiebreaker, too, if you have a tiebreaker, too, we can predict oh, Sixers yeah. and the Wizards game tonight. Oh, Sixers. And Bead, the, the rest of the night, she's and Bead's been doing the DX chop for, yeah. for months now. <laughs> so, so That's good tie, yeah. I fucked with seeing uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels like coming and I'm like, hey, y'all know who they gotta, they gotta have year, them ring right? the bell. They gotta have them ring the bell. Like WWE's <laughs> gotta fly them out to Wells Fargo. Had them come through with that little nut ass tank. I feel like some people could have been surprised how old Shawn Michaels looks. <laughs> they were like, oh, what the fuck? That's Shawn Michaels. He's not the 90s anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's like 50 something now. Like, what do you guys think he's supposed to look like? 
Shawn Michaels doesn't walk here anymore. What? Yeah. Bald. bald. Wrestler's age. What? <laughs> but hey, man, that uh, that pretty much wraps everything we got to cover this week. Um, if y'all wanted to go ahead and plug y'all shitses, you can. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chad Gelfin. Check out my AEW predictions at the Wrestling Estate, or you're here because you just heard them. So. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on on Instagram at Slim Villain. It's Villain with the Y. Show me B Y L A N. You know yeah. I just had to spell it out real fast. Will Y. Make sure you clarify. You did. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at V I N C E M C M A N Z. That's with Mans. You can also follow the Twitter page for the show at Sub Number Two Change Pod. And that's it, man. Make sure you like the show. Give us a five star frog splash review. That's all we got. Thank you guys. We'll check in with y'all next week. Enjoy double or nothing or double or something. Doses. Doses. Peace.